Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Ladies and gentlemen, I am your host, Blake Rufino. This is Are You Serious Sports. I hope all of you are making it a good one. I know that we are as well. Huge show in store for you here tonight. We can finally end an argument. We can finally end an argument. Joe Burrow says he's from LSU. <laughs> I, I got to admit, man. I, I, I got to admit. He was Joe Burrow was asked a question today, if you haven't seen it, in reference to, you know, a lot of people at Ohio State claim you, a lot of people at LSU claim you, and Joe says, well, I just tell people I went to school at Ohio State. I tell people I played football at LSU. <laughs> so, to me, finally we can put this one to bed. All right, that's not really what we're going to talk about here tonight. Um, listen. I have fielded more questions in the last 48 hours in reference to Matt House than any more than I did for Pellini, more than I did for Durante Jones, more than I filled in recruiting. I'm going to talk a little bit about that. What do I what do I think, you know, like what has to happen here? What do I think are the options here? You know, so we've been asked this question too much. Okay, for me to just continue to ignore it. This morning when I woke up, 89 DMs on Twitter. Blake, what do you think about Matt House? What do you think about Matt House? Do you think he's going to get fired today? I'm going to touch on that because I'm tired of feeling the question. I've been copying and pasting everything that I, um, uh, that I'm just telling people. Also, <clears throat> why LSU will win, why LSU will lose. Don't mistake this for our keys to victory, okay? There are some things that does scare me, like some big things that scare me in this game, okay? And I'll tell you why. Now, do I think LSU is going to win? Yes, I do. Like, I wholeheartedly think LSU is going to win because Jaden Daniels is back. BK was on the SEC teleconference this morning. We will talk about that uh, as well. He gave an update on his quarterback, Jaden Daniels wants to play, man. That could also be a toll Rafino's rant uh, by itself. There are some things that scare me. There's some things that don't. And one of them I feel like is mainly the reason why is because number five's back. Or it seems like number five will be back. Going to do limited work today. Look like he'll be able to do contact stuff uh, tomorrow. So, boding well that Jaden Daniels is going to be playing uh, in this game. We'll go around your SEC. So, I'll spend a little time tonight and uh, talking about the SEC. We don't nor Because we do guests, Zach Nagy uh, was unable to join us this week. He got uh, some family things going on. Shout out to his mom. Happy birthday to his mom, too. Um, so, Zach will be joining us again next week. Um, so, looking forward to have Zach back on with us. 
So it's just going to be us. Going to spend, I want to spend at least 20, 25 minutes on the SEC and around college football. Uh, it's going to be fun for us to actually do that on AYS. We don't get to do that very often. We will do that here tonight. And I, to end the show, I'm going to give you a little recruiting update. Now, if you're not on the message board, you need to be there, AYSSnetwork.com. Uh, put some recruiting tidbits in there. Go over there and uh, 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 get into the forum. Again, that's AYSSnetwork.com slash forum. It's like, dude, seven bucks a month. Come on. I know times are tough, but you diehards, it's not, it, it's not that bad for you. Um, RY says, Toviano, baby, seatbelts. I don't know what that means. Uh, Mikey is in Stonewall, Louisiana. Three one great home, uh, uh, home of North DeSoto. Good to have you in here with us, my friend. Kevin Fotno. What's up, Kev? Says, 225, the 337, Big Mamu in the building. Big Mamu was, uh, won the, um, Won these shoes from Brian Kelly a couple of weeks ago. Our good friend Kevin Fondo. What's up, Big Mamu? Good to have you in here, buddy. Good to have you in here. Florence uh, Florence says DeRitter is in the building. Good to have DeRitter in the house. Ben Bergeron says let's go from Nashville, Georgia. Looking forward to getting over to Tiger Town this weekend. Good to have you in here. Now, it's interesting because I saw see, seeing that Ben said that. LSU said that this was a sellout game. Man, man, maybe it is. Maybe, maybe it is. I hope it is. This is a very, very big rival that people don't talk about enough. So, yeah, I do think there's going to be a good crowd. And Jaden's going to be back. Uh, Chance Babin, at least what Brian Kelly said today. Uh, at least what it felt like he said. Chance Babin said, the Muffalata man, I will not be um, – I will not field any other questions unless you you call me that. <laughs> we talked about that last night. Warren says he's in Orlando, Florida. Good to have you in here with us, Warren. Bill says house scheme has to be uh, scraped. I agree. I agree. Yeah, I know what seatbelts means. I, I know what the seatbelt, like lockdown coverage means. Like, I, I, I get that. But why is he baby seatbelts? You know what I mean? Like, why is he baby seatbelts? I didn't get the baby part. <laughs> Tommy is in the building. Every time Tommy comes into the show, he's always through a drive-thru. Tommy was like at Wendy's a couple weeks ago. I think he said he was like at Chick-fil-A another time or something like that. But now he's at the drive-thru at Whataburger. We don't have a – do we? Yeah, Baton Rouge does have a Whataburger. I just never go on that side of town. Never, ever go on that side of town. I think about like the crumble cookie and all that. Valdosta, Georgia, says Eric Wright is in the building. Uh, Mitch says Florida game sold out. Yeah, that's what they said. I, but every game sold out. Every every season ticket is allotted for and paid for. So every game is a sellout, technically. Uh, Richard Head <laughs> on YouTube says, always checking in from BR. Would I, would I be okay with Florida plus 23? On a teaser, uh, that would have to hit. I think could it could. I, I don't. I wouldn't do that. I wouldn't do that. Pierce Lee says three times the points day at Whataburger. Smart man. Yeah, I see. R. Watt. See, this is why. This is why I don't like. Um, I, I'm not hip anymore, man. Like baby equals yeah baby or excited. I, I'm I'm just not I'm not hip anymore, man. Like I, I don't know, you know I, I I'm ashamed of myself. All right, a couple more. Rick Collada, uh Rick says uh, Music City, Nashville, Tennessee. I got a hanker. I got a hankering for alligator sauce. Hey man, you gotta love it. N M bro. Never mind, bro. <laughs> Not in or why that's my fault. Tommy says, if you I get to watch you live is when I'm in the drive-thru. Glad to have you here. Don't be don't be just put the phone down on the seat and listen. Or if hopefully it's through your car so you don't have to, you know. Don't text and drive. Don't don't comment and drive, Tommy. 
Don't do it. Save a life. <laughs> All right, we got a lot to get into. So much to get into. I, listen. I could probably throw that note away. There are some things that scare me, but BK addressed the media today in the SEC teleconference. We'll talk a little bit about Jane Daniels' madhouse. We filled that question a lot, so we'll talk about that. Everybody do us a favor, though. By hitting the like and share, share to all those social media groups. If you're on Facebook, share to all those social media pages. If you're on YouTube, wherever you listen to podcasts, rate, review, and subscribe. And if you're watching us on YouTube, uh, subscribe, all that good stuff. You know what to do. We've said this all. We, we say this every show. Just go over there, subscribe, hit the like, hit the follow, all that good stuff. Oh, and by the way, if you're not over uh, on Rafino and Joe show, you need to go over to Rafino and Joe show. Subscribe there too. Uh, we, me and Joe talk about national college football. It's a lot, a lot, a lot of fun, but I do think LSU fans would have a lot of fun with it in the comments. You can go down any Alabama, uh, video that we've done and get in them comments, man. It will be a war. They do not like you, boy. They think Jane Daniels, uh, the Jane Daniels hit was, was textbook, uh, good play. They've been after me all week. All right. So talk about our good friends. See, why you See, see, this breaks my heart, man. This breaks my heart. All right. Talk about good friends over at Bet Online. A good friend, Tyler Alexander, over at EXP Realty. Don't go anywhere. We'll be back. We got a lot to discuss. Stay with us. Bet Online is the fastest and easiest way for you to wager on all of your favorite sports, contests, events with the first to market odds and lines. Find reviews for all the news for each league, including Major League Baseball, NFL, NBA, NHL, combat sports, college sports, esports, and even golf. BetOnline continues to be the top online resource for all of your sports information for live, in-game betting, props, and futures. Head on over to BetOnline today and use your mobile device to join and make your first sports bet. Use our promo code BELIEVE50, that's BELIEVE50, B-L-E-A-V-5-0, to receive your 50% off welcome bonus on your first deposit. That's betonline.ag, betonline.ag. He will sell your house and find you anew. Well, Tyler's the man, he's here for you. If you want to buy or sell, well, it's not too late. Dial 955-0008. Just call 955-0008. Y'all call Tyler. He'll shoot you straight. Tyler Alexander is a local realtor right here in the Denham Springs, Louisiana area, and he services the entire South Louisiana area as well. Tyler is ranked in the top 2% of EXP realtors in the entire state. Buying or selling a home can be very stressful, but Tyler will make that process stress-free for you and your family and provide a customer experience for you, not just a customer service. Give him a call or text today on his personal sale 225-955-0008. That's 225-955-0008. And let him get your home sold or transitioned you into a new one. We're, We're back. back. All right, got a lot to discuss here. Over the last 48 hours, it has been abundantly clear to me about one thing. And that is, what do I believe about Matt House? There have been a lot of you that have sent in questions on Twitter. You've DM'd us. You've sent us comments on Facebook, comments into the show. And mainly the question is, do I think Matt House is going to be fired? And if so, when will he be fired? Listen, I don't know if, when that's going to happen. If. It's going to happen. I, I don't, I have not heard of that officially happening anytime soon. Now, if there is a situation where Florida comes into Death Valley and blows you, blows this defense out of the water and you can't make another stop in back to back weeks, Scott Woodward's not going to play around. He will do what he thinks needs to be done, but he did fire Orgeron and kept him around for the whole season. 
I don't think it's going to come to that because I think you're going to win the last three games of your regular season. But things got to change very quickly, right? Like, I know that Matt House and his defense did help you win a couple of games last year, and it doesn't go past me to see that. The problem is, is in the last five big marquee games that we've played at LSU, the defense has been horrendous, okay? Now, you've had good defensive performances also that have won you games like Arkansas. You've had good defensive performances that have won you games like Auburn. But the difference between the offense and the defense is that I've seen Jaden Daniels get better, clearly. I've seen this offensive line. I've seen this running game. I've seen the receivers all have progression. And they're the number one offense in the country. There's no excuses to not have any turnovers, any stops in any of these big games. You went up against Georgia last year. You got blown out. You could have gotten to 10 wins in the regular season a year ago. You got run all over. And, you you know, there are people that, you know, that I'm close to, and I think you could put two and two together, that it seems like Matt House ran out, ran off Jamar Cain. But that was still a high-profile game in the sense of I know that A&M had a losing record. But, man, that's one you've got to win to get to 10 regular season wins. And God forbid if you do and you do find a way to upset Georgia, no telling what could have happened. No telling. But that didn't. It, 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 it didn't. When you give up 50 to Florida, 40-plus to Florida State, 55 to Ole Miss, 42 to Alabama, four, almost 40 to Missouri. At, at some point, 31 against a really bad Arkansas team. There's just got to come a point with how many more of these games can we have and performances like what happened against Alabama, okay? How many more of those can you allow in these high-profile games? LSU is always supposed to be the Arkansas, the Mississippi States, and even the Ole Misses of the world, even though Ole Miss is likely going to have 10 wins in the regular season again under Lane Kiffin. He'd be the only coach to have 10 wins in the regular season at Ole Miss's history. There's no excuse with the personnel and recruiting and even players in the portal that you get you have any real business losing Ole Miss. None. Like zero, zilch, nada. The the truth is the only two games that you're kind of allowed to lose here, and it's not acceptable, and I get this. You want to finally get over that hump of being in there with the Alabama and the Georgia. You have the ability to do that. I don't know if House can remedy this quickly enough to be where fans would back him in any situations. You know, if Matt House is here another year, which I don't, if it continues, I don't think that that's going to happen. I just think you're going to have to move on if it can't be fixed. And I, I, I've seen people's – I saw an argument in reference to this, okay? Like I saw an argument in reference to it's not the defensive coaching staff's problems necessarily. The fuck it ain't. Like, yeah, it is. It's everybody on the defense's fault. And – if you are on this team and you play on this defense and you like Matt House and you like your position coach, you like the guys that you're battling with every Saturday, well, well prove it to me. Prove it to me. I'm sorry Army and Auburn are not going to be the games against very, very bad 
offenses that you're just that you can use as a picture in the window, so to speak, of hey, well, look at how great this was. You you can't or how great this is. You can't do that. When things don't change schematically, like guys, it should not be to a point where, you know, like I, I feel like more people are calling for Matt House's job. I mean, or uh, less people are calling for Matt House's job. Now, a lot of people are. Than what we allow for Bo Pelini. And guys, it might be worse. Like, it might be worse. Now, Bo didn't get fired until after the end of the year, even though a lot of people knew he was already fired and they told him he wasn't coming back in the middle of the year. Different time, different regime, different AD. And, and, and I, I mean, not different AD, uh, different coaching staff, different time, but same AD. I fielded this question a lot this week. I thought it was warranted to answer it. I don't like getting into the the game. Like, people say, who's going to be the next DC? Guys, we're not even remotely close to that yet. I'm I'm not going to start fielding that question. I'm not. The guy needs to be fired first. Like, he needs to move on back to the NFL first before we start – doing that unless LSU is going to make a permanent replacement and they know really quickly, but I have not heard that. And I don't think that they need to do that. I think BK does need to take his time because by the time, okay, the early signing period is over and done with, you can fire house after that. You can let him go after that. He might not, guys, he might not be gone until after the Super Bowl if NFL jobs, you know, if the NFL is, you know, obviously, still going into the Super Bowl into February. It, it could be February. I, I don't know that. Right? Maybe they put out a release saying he's he plans not to return. They look for a DC. I, I, I don't know. I, I don't know how it's going to go. But here's what I do know. Don't let, I'm begging you, do not let Florida's loss to Arkansas last week fool you because you are there defensively you you are there 2020 defensively the reason that you're able to win six games the reason you're able to probably get to nine wins go into a bowl game god bless it i hadn't talked about this it's trending that you're gonna play notre dame i will lose my outright shit if LSU plays Notre Dame in a bowl game. Florida, for what it's worth, is a really good team on third down, okay, defensively. They top 10 team in time of possession. They can get after the quarterback a little bit. Now, they are top 40s in both total offense and total defense. But I don't even like looking at the stats in this one because what scares me about them is all the motions, all the pre-snap stuff that they want to do. Now, what I love about this game is the opposite of what maybe some would believe. I, I like that you're going against Billy a Billy Napier-led team, to be real with you. The defense has not been great. We had Gator on Gator Dave on last night, and he's talking about how this pass defense has gotten worse. The rush defense, they're giving up around 145 yards a game on the ground. But, man, I, don't, I can't see Billy Napier coming into Death Valley with a team that has struggled on the road under him historically that can come in here and win. The massive thing about that is because BK met with the SEC or talk, spoke on the SEC teleconference today and was asked about, obviously, number four, first question out the gate. He was asked about Jaden Daniels, and he said, look, Jaden had a workout this morning. He was up to running 20 miles an hour. Um, he's going to go through non-contact drills today. We think he'll be in contact drills tomorrow. It would appear that Jaden Daniels is going to play. And... Here's my Rafino's rants on this. Guys, we got to start putting Jane Daniels in that upper echelon. 
Like, I, I'm not going to say that he's up there with the Tyrants and the Burrows yet completely, but he's getting there. He, he's getting there for me. The wins and losses of as him, because of him as an athlete. Guys, Shaq didn't win a natty here, and Shaq might be the best of all of them. But and I know Shaq won multiple NBA championships. You you get what I'm trying to, to say in that comparison. Guys, he's one of the best players to ever put on that uniform. Especially a top two quarterback. And Jane Daniels threw nine games, okay? And Burrow threw nine games and 19. Jane has more total yards than him and three less touchdowns. That is the atmosphere that we're looking at. Now, Obviously, Jaden's not going to get the extra games in the playoffs like Joe did. But, man, this dude is a warrior. And he's the reason why every game that I've picked LSU to win. Look, people say, well, Blake, you know, I, I saw some comments this week about my predict predictions. And everybody says, Blake just picks LSU all the time. No, I don't. Guys, there were multiple times in 2020, multiple times in 2021 where I picked against LSU multiple times. I will tell you, picked against LSU a year ago. Picked them against, uh, uh, picked Tennessee, I think it was, against LSU. Didn't think it could, uh, didn't, didn't like it. Didn't like it one bit. Him coming back is the key and the answer because he is just so good at every single little thing that he does. Is he perfect? No. Because he could be the third Heisman Trophy winner in LSU's history. Like, he, now he's got to win out, and this team's got to win out. He takes another loss, and it's definitely dead. Okay, then he's, I don't think he's going to win the Heisman. He might go to New York, but he's not going to win it, unfortunately. But he's the best player in, in the game right now. And I think he's worked himself up into a first-round pick. And that in and of itself is amazing. Now, I hope that – and I'm going to be watching for him early. You know, like, I don't like it because Jaden can take some hits that are unwarranted. Like, my biggest complaint about Jaden has been, from the very beginning, you're going to have to get down. Now, him – it's not his fault what Dallas Turner did – but I just don't want him to see to take those hits. But he 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 wants this one. Like I think he's feeling himself. Like he he is the ultimate team guy. You know what's funny is I'm old enough to remember. Remember when um Jane Daniels went in the transfer portal and all the Arizona State players were like throwing all the shit in the trash and yeah, guys, former LSU guy and Trez Moore who was one of the dudes filming it, he was such a cancer on this team that they kicked him off, okay? Jane Daniels has been nothing but the just overall team over me, we over me type dude. And in a society where, you know, like a lot of players, Caleb Williams, play for themselves. Jane has been we not me. And I, I think it goes unwarranted. Now, if Nuss has to go, I'm going to, at the current moment, I am preparing for if he goes. I don't think he is. Like, I don't think Nuss is playing or starting at least. I think they're going to let Jane go. But Jane's going for something bigger than himself, too. It is, the Heisman Trophy is an individualized award. Right? Like, it is. Guys, it, it represents all of you, though, because we talk about it. it. It's an LSU award just as much as it is in, in reference to the way that we perceive it and talk about it. Guys, Joe Burrow is going to get a statue. Billy Cannon's got a statue. I, I'm just going to tell you, if, if, if Joe wins a Heisman, he ain't going to get one. I mean, if Joe if, if Jane doesn't win one, he's not going to get shit he's there man and i think we've missed it brian kelly also addressed some things in this sec teleconference let me pull up my notes here freaking 
I always do that because I normally just read off the screen and I accidentally exited it out. Uh, but on Daniels, that's what a BK just said. I'll just read it just in case if you hadn't seen it. It said he worked out this morning. He was up to 20 miles an hour. We talked about that. Uh, we expect him to practice today with non-contact. If it all goes uh, according to plan today, he'll be cleared for contact tomorrow. So that's the biggest thing. Like there wasn't really a lot said that Brian Kelly said today. He was asked about um, Billy Napier, and he was asked about this Florida team. And he gave Graham Mertz a lot of credit, saying, talking about how Graham Mertz was a 75% completion percentage guy, that he's going to hit dudes that are open, and you got to be prepared for him defensively. It was crazy because he didn't talk about really Nuss or the offense. It's like Brian Kelly's just not – in most of these scenarios, he's not worried about that. He's not worried about that, nor should he be. But, look, you're going to have to find ways to get stops. Like, here's what here's what I want to see. Because I, I feel like I'm wasting my breath a little bit here. And I, I feel like I wish Brian Kelly had been asked this question this week. I don't go to press conferences. I am on every SEC teleconference call. I don't ask questions. Why? Because if you knew this world, people are always, you know, they'll stab you in the back because you didn't let me ask you my question. It is a I just don't want to get in the bullshit with these with some of these dudes. Okay, probably should go. Um, let me say this, and I just want to make this very clear. You need to do something different on defense. Like I think you can do that against Florida. You can do some things against Florida. Florida is not a hurry up. Want to going to one strike score you? Now the Wilson kid, their receiver, he can take a quick slant and take that thing to the house. But they do. Florida is not a big team with explosive plays. They don't hit a lot of explosive plays, and they give up a crapload of them. Do some exotic sh- like what do you? Brian Kelly said that he thought that we're limited to some of the things that we can do defensively. Okay, well, here's the thing. Run three coverages, run three different blitzes. Guys, we're going to run six plays the entire game. We're going to run these ten plays the entire game. Know these plays. When they do this, we do this. Run 10 plays. Simplify. Blitz. Guys, I cannot stand. I cannot stand teams that have give quarterbacks all time, all the live long day to throw. Why you don't try to generate pressure? I will never get it. Like, ever, ever, ever get it. If JV and Toviano gets beaten man-to-man coverage on the outside, I can live with it. I think all of you can live with it. Guys, you got two converted safeties on the boundary. The real people, the people, the non-crazies of the world... Like the non-jokers, the Bayou jokers, it's chaos. People know what's going on. We know that you're down at corner. We get that. We get it. What we can't stand, or at least maybe I'm speaking for myself, give me in the give me a thumbs up in the chat. What I can't stand, and a team that is gonna want to, guys. Florida's going to want to come in here and run the football on you because they think that they can. Billy is that narcissistic. Like, he, oh, well, I, I, I'm going to run my offense. I'm going to run the ball right at him. He doesn't – it's not going over well because they're 86 in the country in rush offense and 135 yards a game. They haven't been able to really bust a grape on any goddamn body. They can come into Death Valley and bust a grape on your ass. you got to do some shit exotic. Like, I, I don't – and it, you know what? It's not even fucking exotic. You know what it is? Maybe that – you know what? I'm wrong. 
That's a bad word to use, the word exotic. Do something different. Like, call Steve Spagnolo. Say, Spags, three, bre- three best blitzes that you run. I don't remember them. Or even if you do, give them to me. And you know what Spags is going to say? Both backers rushing them the A-gaps. Okay? He's going to say dual corner pressure, dual uh, perimeter pressure. And he's going to say, do say something about linebacker, safety, whatever kind of twist you can do in the front seven. That's it. That, that is it. I, pr- I will pay someone a $1,500 if he wouldn't tell him that. I know it is it is O line one hundred and one of what teams' favorite blitzes are, what DC's favorite blitzes are. I promise you, dude. Every week when we go through Pascal, okay, every team that is a historically known for blitzing team, teams that can't get home with four, they want to rush in between both hips of the center. Dual pressure, and they want to give you some kind, their favorite kind of twist. And they're going to run it all night. Going to run it all night long. Let me see that though. Like Cisco. My goodness. All right, let's get to a couple comments. Rob Boudreaux says JD is at the top. He has no help besides the receivers. And they still have uh, have got some drops. True. Big drop by Mason Taylor. Elwin. Man, Elwin. That man be, that man be, he be saying some stuff. He says, what a shame the kid took all the criticism early, but this one isn't it. And he's done nothing but play lights out. It's true, Elwin. It's true. Brandon Reese says Mike Dimbrock has earned his money this year. No doubt about it. More than his money. Guys, he's earned more than his money. I mean, you, guys, you're, again, I, I, think about this for a minute. Just, like, deep down, think about it. You are the number one team in the country on offense. <laughs> like, When have we ever really been able to take 19 out for a minute? That that's how you know how bad you've been defensively. Guys, AM held Alabama under 30 points. Everybody held Alabama under 30 points but you. Florida State. Guys, I I, I saw a pit team. Okay, I know that they were out with Johnny Wilson and, and Ken Coleman. They pushed around their front, though. It, it didn't matter. They pushed around that O-line. Like, when's Mason's – when am I going to be watching a replay of Mason Smith getting a sack and him swim-moving swim somebody? Him getting a little dip-and-rip action. When am I going to see that? Because Mason Smith, when he goes into his pass rush, he's got one move, bull rush. He don't do shit else. Oh, my coaches are telling me. I don't give a shit what Matt House is telling you. I could give two shits what that man's telling you. Mason, if this video gets to Mason Smith, there's going to be a third and seven plus situation against Florida. Listen to me. Line up close to the ball, fire off the ball, do a swim move on somebody, and Graham Mertz, you will get Graham Mertz down on the ground for a sack. Clip this. Clip it. Y'all remember that I said this. I am going to come back to this. Mason. I'm writing this down in my notes. Third and seven plus. A outright, you know, for sure, passing down. Line up close to the ball. If you're going to be in the three-tech, Swim some damn body, swim them, spin them, rip them, do something. I don't care what Matt House says. I don't care what your D-line coach. Let me tell you something. 
They will not get mad at you if you get a sack. I promise you. Stop bull rushing every goddamn body. Stop it. Boogie Season says, Blake, I don't think Jane comes back unless he knows he's going to win a championship. I don't think he can come back. Yeah, I don't think he can come back. Brambo says, even if Denbrock didn't want to be a head coach somewhere, I don't see him turning down a raise of at least $2 million annually. Yeah, I don't think he would either. I mean, and he's an older guy, and look at all these thumbs-ups. Um, yeah, I, I mean, he's an older guy. I, I don't. I mean, I, he'd probably be at the place where he if this would be if this is his chance, he would he would go and take it. Maybe he would. Maybe he wants to be a coordinator his whole life. I don't know. Jason Hughes says, Blake, go coach the defense, man. Well, I wish they'd let me. <laughs> Just joking. I can't do it. Um Brambo says, I personally don't want LSU to run a three four. I want them to get the D line recruits and run a four three. Well, you're not run you wouldn't I mean technically I get what you're saying, but that doesn't four three three four doesn't really give a shit. It would you wouldn't stop shit anyway. You wouldn't stop shit anyway. Boogie season again says Blake. I don't. Th- oh, we just we read that. We read that. It's my fault. Okay, a couple more. Then we gotta we gotta get to a break. Brambo says, defense wins championships, not number one offenses. We saw the great offense in recent NFL history lose to a wild card. Giants, That I mean, it's the NFL. Um, I, I get what you're saying. But here's the problem with that, though, Brambo. The, here's the problem with that. We're not – no, bullshit. They don't need to be – they don't need to – offense can win championships okay don't let recency bias fool you with georgia now georgia played a lot really damn here's another brambo georgia last year was a top 10 team offensively you're gonna tell me stetson bennett not leaning them down against ohio state them scoring 60 points in the end against tcu that they didn't have good offense that's bullshit bud I'll give you 21, but every other team that's won it has had fantastic offenses. You don't need great defenses to win. Like, not G-E-R-G-R-E-A-T great. You need average. If this team had an average defense, maybe even a slightly above average defense, guys, you wouldn't have lost a game. That's the maybe Florida State. I'll concede that. Like, that would be your only loss. Right? Like, that would be your only loss. You had no business losing to Ole Miss. And I'm going to tell you the truth. Here, here's just the, the holistic truth. In the past, when you would lose to Alabama, we would say to ourselves, man, that gap is so wide. Such a wide margin. No, it's not. Jalen Milrow is the wide gap. When you act, guys, again, you blitz four times against Bama and sack Jalen Milrow twice. Spare me. Spare me. At some point, like, at what point do you say, hey, I'm 50% on blitzes when I blitz Jalen Milrow, then he gets sacked? At what point do you just say to yourself, you know what, we're going to let the D line try to win this game for us? The only, the only way that you Matt House would be saved if if it comes would come out, which it won't, that say, well, hey man, I'm just doing what Brian Kelly, the game plan Brian Kelly's given me, and the truth is, I don't think Brian Kelly micromanages enough to do that. Defense comes up with a plan. This is what I think you should do, but do you do you know do you? I don't think for one second Brian Kelly was not telling Matt House not to do X, Y, and Z. He's going to – I mean, I don't know. TCU scored seven. 
Brambo, explain Ohio State. They were a top ten defense, top ten offense in the country. Offense doesn't win. The fuck? The what? Don't let recency bias fool you. Explain 2018. Explain 2019. Explain 2020. You don't. You don't need fantastic defenses. You don't. And if defenses won championships, you would have won a lot more games under less miles. If all you need is an average, below average offense, the no. BS. All right. Talk about good friend Carol Falls over at State Farm or good friends over at the Drake Williams Law Firm, drakewilliamslawfirm.com. We are going to return. I'll talk a little SEC. We'll talk uh, week 11 picks. If you want to make some money, I'm telling you, we're on fire, man. If you want to make some money, you're going to stay with us. Don't go anywhere. Guys, you might know my good friend Carol Falls and all the great service that he provides over at State Farm. He is your good neighbor after all. But did you know State Farm has surprisingly great rates as well? Along with a great neighbor service, State Farm agent Carol Falls has surprisingly great rates for everyone inside the state of Louisiana. So call him today at 985-395-4300, 985-395-4300 for all of those surprisingly great rates on auto, home, and life insurance needs. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there and individual premiums will vary by customer all applicants subject to the State Farm underwriting requirements. By the Drake Williams Law Firm, drakewilliamslawfirm.com. Whether you've been injured in an accident, you're preparing for a future with your estate planning, you're getting ready to close in on a real estate deal, or you're about to welcome a new addition through adoption into your family, or you're facing criminal charges, you need very experienced attorneys, and that is what the Drake Williams Law Firm will be able to do for you in navigating the legal system. The door to their cozy office in historic downtown Ponchatoula has been open since 1981. They have helped thousands and thousands of Louisiana families and individuals win cases, close on real estate deals, and regain that peace of mind. Their lawyers over at the Drake Williams Law Firm, Ernie Drake III, Ryan J. Williams, and Summer Vignair are very determined, compassionate, and dedicated to their craft. It's the Drake Williams Law Firm, drakewilliamslawfirm.com. Give them a call today at 985-386-7600. Tell him your good friend Blake Rafino with AYS sent you on by. Let's go around the SEC very quickly. And I do got to get to a recruiting update, but let me get to this, this one right quick from Rick. He says, Blake, how will LSU stop Florida's rushing attack? Well, look, here's a catch-22 that something's got to give. Florida is 86 in the country in rushing yards per game, 134. Um, I don't know if it really matters, right? Like, I really, 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 really don't think it matters. Um, I don't know. I, because I don't have any faith in them at the current moment. Why would I? Guys, why would I why would I have faith in them? If I'm wrong and they do good against Florida, that does that if they play well against Florida, that changes nothing for me. Nothing. Great. You faced a team that was in the 90s almost, 86th, the mid-80s in rushing offense. Good for you. I I, I don't know. I think you're going to have to just again, guys. To win games, you got to five's got to go off. I, I mean, I I do think that this game is going to resemble a lot like Arkansas. I think if there's a game that I would compare it to, it'd be Arkansas. Now they don't do the same stuff offensively, like they don't. Okay, but if there's like a philosophy behind it. That's the. This is the philosophy. They got two really good backs that, if you're not careful, will run all on your ass. I hope that Death Valley is packed and loud and raucous. Okay. Rick, I, 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 I just, I, I don't know. All right. We are hitting on 69 with a great number. 
on our SEC picks this year. I don't go by spread. You know, I just sometimes I do on these shows. I don't go by the spread. I just go outright pickums. Pick the games. Do you a little parlay if you want. I don't care how you bet. I bet straight up. I don't really like just like picking stuff. You know, I don't like doing parlays. I like just straight bets. Give me the straight bets. I'll do a little parlay every now and then. 69%. Here we go. Alabama and Kentucky. I don't think Alabama's being stopped the rest of the year. Until Georgia, I should say. The regular season. Alabama, Kentucky, 11 a.m. I do think after coming off an emotional game, this one could be close early. I don't know if Jalen Milrose is going to, you know, having a really high week the week before, I don't know if he can go into Lexington, into Kroger, and start off hot. But Kentucky's not a good football team, and Alabama's going to suffocate them on uh, offensively. They're going to – defensively I don't they are offensively Kentucky does not have good receivers for for me I think that this one could get away uh, could be early for a or close early for a half after that I think Bama blows them out so I am taking Alabama I don't know the point spread on that one but I would lean what I would lean Kentucky just because you know it's the week after LSU and I don't know if Milrow can be consistent in back-to-back weeks the 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 game that everybody's waiting for, the the game that everybody's wanting to watch this weekend. If you're an SEC fan, Vanderbilt in South Carolina. <laughs> uh Vandy's so bad. I know South Carolina's really bad, but let me tell you this: South Carolina is not good at all. They were on the ropes against a really good, really good Jacksonville State team. I'm not saying that Vanderbilt is going to upset them. I'm taking South Carolina. But South Carolina fans, if Shane Beamer is employed on Monday and Vandy upsets you at home, y'all better fire that man. Y'all better fire that man. You better not get upset by the Commodores. That's all I'm going to tell you. Spencer Radler has had an up-and-down year. He has had no help whatsoever around him. I actually do feel bad for him a lot. He has had to be their entire team. Uh, He's been the only real big bright spot at times. All right, a big game in the SEC East. This is the CBS game of the week. Tennessee and Missouri, we just talked about this a lot on Rafino and Joe show. If you want to catch more details on that one. Uh, go over there and do that. We did our picks on that one as well. I'm leaning Tennessee here. Here's why. I know Missouri just played Georgia really well. Really well. Because Tennessee is sneakily, sneakily, is sneakily a good word? Sneakily, a really kind of good team. I know that they had a really bad loss to Florida. I get it. That Florida loss does not look good. And Bama in the second half was able to take over and win that game. We don't have a lot that we can talk about. They did the same exact thing to us that they did to Tennessee in the second half. Tennessee has a top 13 defense, a top three rushing offense. They are running the ball on whoever they want to. Alabama, A&M, they're able to run the football. They're top 25 scoring offense and defense. Luther Burden is questionable in this game. I think that that front four can get after Brady, uh, Brady Cook. I'm going Tennessee. And, man, what a matchup it would be if, God forbid, Ole Miss is able to upset Georgia. Next week, Tennessee-Georgia for the SEC East would be very lively. But that's not happening. Uh, Ole Miss, speaking of the game, Ole Miss and Georgia. There's one massive key in this game for me, and I don't want to simplify this take, meaning there's other things in this game that have to happen and will happen, not just this one thing. It's the one thing that I'm looking out for. Ole Miss is 96th in the country 
and I talked about this a lot on Monday, they're 96 in the country on third down. If you cannot sustain drives and stay on the field on third down, you're go- Georgia's going to kick the dog shit out of you, pun intended. Now, I had a lot of Ole Miss fans on R&J, well, we're setting ourselves up to go for it on fourth down. Oh, no, you ain't. You've, you've gone for it on fourth down 24 times. You almost have a, a hundred more third downs on the season than you do fourth down even tries. You're not going for it on fourth down consistently enough. 80% of the time, you don't go for it on fourth down. You're not good there. I just I'm gonna continue to pick George until somebody beats him. Like I'm I, I'm really intrigued by Georgia Bama. Like I'm really intrigued there. Like I know you guys probably think that I'm crazy. I think Alabama keeps that within a three point game. I think they're good enough. I, I do. If Milro can do what he just did, I, I know a lot of people don't like Milro, but Bama's a good football team, man. Uh, they they are a good football team. There's a reason they're eight and one. Eight and one schedules through a nine game series don't fall off on trees. Well, maybe I shouldn't say that because Ole Miss has one, but they beat you too. You should be Ole Miss, dude. Maybe you just shouldn't go play <laughs> tough teams in week one. What do I know? What do I know? All right couple more here i do think georgia but what a hell of a year for old miss though man you, you got to give it to them that it's one hell of a year for old miss lsu in florida i've already told you where i lean there and texas in mississippi state so will rogers is um will rogers has been practicing the mississippi state quarterback this week bro <laughs> i saw somebody tweet this they said if Will Rogers plays and Mississippi State finds a way to beat AM and they fire Jimbo, like they said that Will Rogers should get the Medal of Honor, like he could be the governor of Texas <laughs> if he were to beat AM and put the death nail in uh, Jimbo Fisher. Uh, that was funny to me. They're not going to do that, though. A&M's going I, I think A&M's going to win. They have the talent to win, but, but they also have Jimbo as their head coach. And look, man, I know as a fan base and an LSU fan base, we don't want to see Jimbo leave here. Like, I, I get that. Like, I, I get that. I'm with you. But if you're A&M, like, we got to keep it real. Like, let's just call it like we see it. They got to fire him. They got to fire him. Got a massive buyout. I get it. But you brag about all the money you have. Well, this is, excuse me if there's any ladies in here. Pause, uh, mute, go all the way down. Give yourself a 10-second mute if there's ladies uh, here. You just got to put your manhood on the table, the old expression, like put your, you know what, on the table and fire his ass. I mean, you do because he's killing your program. Kevin Sumlin was better than him. And and, and that's something to be said. It's something to be said. Uh, I'm going to pick one game out of this week 11 slate that I uh, – I, I, that I have no confidence in. Penn State and Michigan play this weekend in Happy Valley. I'm taking Penn State. I'm taking Penn State. I think it's going to be the biggest upset of the day unless Ole Miss finds a way to beat Georgia. I don't like that there's chaos around Michigan. I don't like it. I think that this is the um, this is the last shot for this Penn State team, you know, kind of dogging corner. 
in the non-playing portion of the year on RJ, I did say that I thought it was going to be a three-way tie. I had Ohio State beating Penn State. I had Penn State beating Michigan. And I had Michigan beating Ohio State in a three-way tie. I'm not going to be an asshole and back out of what I said in the in the non-playing portion of the year. I'm going to be a man of my word. So with that being said, because I thought that all three teams were about equal, I'm going to stay with my pick. If you ask me my confidence level on that, I'd put it about a 6.8. 6.8 confidence. Would be something, though. All right, we'll see you tomorrow. 6 o'clock. Be there. Keys to victory. Man, this week's flown by, man. We're already at Thursday almost. See y'all tomorrow. Peace. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.